This is Life Transformation Radio. Prepare to engage. Seatbelt activated. Download initiated. Your quantum journey of transformation begins in 3, 2, 1. Welcome to a very special edition of Life Transformation Radio. Hi, I'm Rob Actis. We are at Bottle Rock. Inside of Bottle Rock is Pod Rock. And I want to thank Padopolo for allowing me to be on the stage today. So excited to be here. This is a really great moment. I'm just so excited the way the universe works. And the guest that I have today, it's really just universal how it happened. So I'm the narrator for Hal Elrod's book, The Miracle Morning. And my guest today is the man who did Hal Elrod's Miracle Morning rap. And it's funny because I was over at Bottle Rock. 10 years ago. So I was over at Bottle Rock and I just felt the need to come back here. And here's Kosha Dills. So I want to welcome you today to Life Transformation Radio. Thanks for having me, man. Absolutely. So I know there's a lot of music podcasts around. This is not the music podcast. So just know we're going to talk about the heart, the soul, what really makes you tick. And, and you're fascinated. And I had a chance to watch you perform. And I loved how you were so authentic. And you were just like, you were like a kid in a candy store. Like, okay, here I am. This is like a dream come true. And like, so what was it like to just perform the other night at After Dark and just go, wow, this is my life? Uh, that's a cool question. Thanks so much for having me too. I think... Well, I always say everybody, it's a dream come true. I actually don't really believe it's a dream come true. I sort of think it's like a self-fulfilling, you know, obvious this is going to happen. You're going to play the show because that's what you're you're trying to do as an artist, you know. I don't want to say self-fulfilling prophecy. I don't know if it's that, but the ironic thing is, you know, I like I envision myself when I'm outside the place. Oh, I'll play in there soon. And then it happens, you know. I think for musicians, like we go to the festival and you're like, what would it like for me to be on the main stage? You know, what would it like for me me on this stage? And not everyone gets to play the big one, the, you know, small stage. And, you know, it's just steps, right? I mean, I'm, I played the festival. I played the after, you guys saw the after show. We were like, okay, now we're on the bigger stage. Then we played a smaller stage that it was bigger stage, but there were more people at the smaller show than the bigger one. So it's a matter of perspective what in life, you know, sometimes when you think it's the biggest thing, it's not. And sometimes the smaller things really are more impactful. Obviously here you are. It's like my second time here, you know? (laughs) Well, it was really cool to watch you perform how you really were. You had this, this childlike wonder, like I'm here and I've been working hard at this. And here I am a, you know, bald Jewish rapper. I mean, that's not a, that's not a normal thing. There's not a lot of those, you know, there's not a lot of those. I love your hairstyle, by the way. And, and it's just what attracted me to you. And I didn't put two and two together that you were Kosha from the Miracle Morning, but what attracted me to you and why I was really excited to actually come across and interview you is your heart was so pure on that stage. And you were there serving the audience. You weren't up there. It, it wasn't all about you. You were truly serving and giving everything you had to, to let people just experience what you have to offer. 
Um, it was nice. The reason this is important to me because, you know, like I had a bunch of guests up there. Um, I had done shows with, uh, the guy from San Francisco. I work with a lot named Adam Swig from value culture. I mean, we've been doing shows together for like, it was like nine years. We met when I was on tour with Modest Yahoo and we've been working on this, getting on ball rocks like 2019 and push it. Maybe last year I like made a custom song about, I do a lot of custom raps like I did for how, like, right, I, I mean, right. I've been, you know, as a freestyle rapper, it's kind of like a, a side gig, you know, you, and you know, as you know, you, you give shout outs to, you know, advertisers on the podcast or the radio, you know, and they say, you know, you know, John's bleach cleaner or whatever, whatever. So we were like, how can we pitch all this stuff to get on this stage? And in September, I got on Bar Rock on the jam pad. Um, which is, you know, with it's like the jam seller small yeah. stage, right? Super cool. And um then I had Bald Fest. I had all these viral moments that happened from street performing with Fat Joe, Bald Festival was gone, got on Stephen Colbert, got on New York Post, got on London Times, Unilad, um the independent. Then I had a viral song. So now I went from viral moments to a song that's tangible. So the, my Hanukkah song was like a remix of Adam Sandler's thing. Everything just kept, kept, kept going. And then I, at that point, they're like, we, we actually have to book you for Bottle Rock. Like, this is out of control. Like, because it was exciting because they saw, they saw it all happening. And I didn't, my first viral TikTok was like at Bottle Rock, like saying hi to Dave Grohl. It was like this random thing. I'm like, hey, Dave Grohl, I'm Kosher Dills. And then like the internet like erupted because <laughs> they're like, how could you, because he looked at me funny. And it was like all those little things you know, there's, I, I, I looked at it and I want to tell you this, there's a, a new, we did Shibata Rock. So Adam, it was special because I got my whole team with me. We've been working on it since September, which was like nine months ago. So you look, go back and you're like, yo, this is, it take, and it, but we've been trying for 15 years to get like a nine months of momentum. Yeah, you're, over, you're an overnight success in 15 years. <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. It's funny because people go, oh my God, he's an overnight success. Well, it, it, you have to build and you know that's what I love is you you kind of have, have have earned it you've you've paid your dues and everybody wants overnight success and there really is an overnight success you have to pay your dues and I was having a conversation with another artist and they were talking I think it was Ron how these artists they have overnight success on TikTok or what have you and then they have no staying power they just it's just one and done the one hit wonders and you know you, but you don't have to be a one hit wonder I know but if you come up too if you come up too fast if you have you have you put the blood, the sweat, and I'm sure lots of tears. Mm -hmm. And, you know, your story of your life, you know, I, I know, I know you're, you're sober now and you're, you're, you're going through sobriety. That's part of who you are. And that comes through. Yeah. I mean, well, without that, I wouldn't have any of this. That's just a fact, yeah. you know, um, I mean, ex-convict, ex-felon, uh, yeah, that's selling huge. drugs, planes, you know, automobiles, stealing cars, uh, all that, you know, all the pizzazz that, of that what, brings the, of that brings darkness. the texture and the layers of the onion that makes you who you are. And I think that's what draws people in because there's so many layers of you, and you can feel your soul and your passion and your life experience through your music. There are a moment once you win a crowd over, and like I said, the reason why I was so special, like my boy. Adam Swig from Value Culture. We did Shabbat Rock. We, we've been That's doing so these Shabbats everywhere. <laughs> and we got um, top moments of Bottle Rock, like in the San Francisco Chronicle, which was really cool for us because 
we've been doing this on the side stage in the campground or the renegade thing. And because I got on a festival and they were like, yo, we're going to do it. And, and look, we got a top moment in by like, you know, by the press and we got in the San Francisco Chronic Chronicle three times this weekend. And I was like, yo, that that's abnormal amount of press, even to tell people they're like, what are you guys doing? Um, I had flex. We've done shows since 2007, eight, nine, uh, no one's there. People are there. 1000 people, uh, sleeping on couches, uh, dirty places in Nashville. When we first met, it's just, well, I think about the story will begin. And, and then, you know, um, my trumpet player, you know, this is a 25 year old kid from Brooklyn that I met through another trumpet player. And I'm like, Hey, you want to, you know, you want to go play this festival? And he's like dropped everything he was doing to come do it. And my boy, Jay Ev, uh, who I just met through Adam. So it's like, it's a nice little crew. When you get a nice crew, it's fun because it's like finally you're, you're operating with a group of people and it's bigger than just you, you know? So now everyone's representing it. Like Fadopoli got all these podcasts, not just your podcast, you know, it's a whole team of people and one bounces off the other and it goes click, 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 click. And people get excited to, it's a pool, you know, it's like Absolutely. you're swimming in a bathtub or you're swimming in this whole pool and you go, you know, all these rides and, you know, here we are in this spot and this spot. And that's sort of like momentum, you know, the momentum is exciting. And cause no one knows what's going to happen next. Yeah, yeah. No one knows. I know. Okay. So this is life transformation radio and we talk about stories of transformation. So you've had, you've had a, a very, you've had a road of, of where you are. Yeah. And I, first of all, I want to acknowledge you for your recovery and your sobriety. And I can imagine how I was thinking about that. Cause I have a lot of friends in recovery and sobriety. You're surrounded in this world of them sampling tequila and there's all kinds of substances around like, how is that? How do you, how do you get through that where you just accept that you're in that environment? Because people that are on sobriety, they don't get into those environments. They don't go to bars. They don't go to clubs. They don't go to concerts. So how do you have the inner strength to do what you do? Well, that's not actually true. People in recovery go everywhere in life. Actually. Okay, good. They, you know, it suggested maybe that some people don't go in the that's, beginning that, when that's you're, what, like, you know right, what I mean? Right. So I, that's what I think you're referring to, but yes. like, without recovery, you, none of it's possible. Anyway, I wouldn't be able to be here. So it's a kind of irrelevant for me to cause almost even think of, okay. um, I, uh, I have the opportunity to humble myself to do the things that I'm doing cause right. I'm in recovery. So for instance, wrapping outside Madison square garden, um, in a rainstorm, because I think it's a really fun thing to do. <laughs> and then fat Joe comes and starts rapping with me and we get in our film and it goes, viral and then it, then he invites me to perform and then i get all that momentum to do get on a tour and now because i'm on this tour we do a song and that goes viral and and that gets heard by you know half a million two million people and but the bottom base of it is because i'm in recovery because you need humility you need acceptance right. you need all those things to actually because not everybody believes you know when you don't have the momentum you know when the views are low on youtube no one cares trust me they're, they're all like, where are you guys? And then when you get a million, everyone just appears. And it says, I'm so proud of you. I knew you could do it. <laughs> You're yeah, like, oh, really? Yeah. Well, For so real? you do that. I could always do it. <laughs> so, yeah, you wasn't here when we had the one podcast. <laughs> now we got a hundred. You know what I mean? And you're like, oh, oh, my God, look, you know, they got the... You know, they get their own place and the sipping and the signs. But they weren't here when there was just a picnic tables. Right. And, and that's life. That's life, you know, so... Um, that's, you know, life transformation when you're 
you have to transform yourself. Once you transform and do the inner work, life outside, that's easy. That happens naturally because you're giving the energy out. Does that make sense a little Absolutely. bit? Yeah. So, you know, like, I don't know what's going to happen after this weekend, but I do know that I'm doing my best here. And then, honestly, just with the recovery piece, you know, the thing is when you put down one thing, you'll pick up other things. So a lot of the self-defense mechanisms in the recovery world, people, you know, they switch from alcohol to food, sex, all kinds of things. It's really hard to stay grounded. You right, know what I mean? Right. And sometimes staying grounded is not exciting at all. It's very boring. And, you know, for I'm a very thrill-seeking person, so it's really challenging for me. But, uh, like, I didn't want to, you know, you get exhausted, you get a lot of excuses. And when you start coming up excuses, you already kind of know the answer, right? Because you should... You only have excuses for things you know you should do. Well, your world is opening up rapidly. Here you are at Bottle Rock. You're on the main stage. You had the After Dark show. You're on Wild. So tell me all the stuff that's just happening, like, right now and the momentum that you're in right now. You're another chapter of your life transformation. Like, just all the wins. Because it really, I think, inspires people to go, wow, my life's not so bad. I didn't have that. And look what I can overcome. And I think you're an example of that. Um. I remember it was January and I got a call that said, Hey, you know, you're going to be one of like the, there's like a, uh, we're not sure what's, what the, what the call is, but there's going to be like a group zoom, uh, for wild and out. And I'm like, Oh my God, maybe I made it, you know? <laughs> and, um, then I was on the way to the studio and I made, and I made this song called I swear I'm about the pop. And I really felt it. I was like, there's all these things. And I was, oh, I'm older, and I thought I should have been famous. I had moments. I had a Super Bowl commercial 10 years ago. It was seen by like 100 million people. And, you know, everyone everyone else has become big. Around, I think everyone else that we know has, <laughs> that we've worked with at one point has become famous except us. It's like, it's like crazy. You're like, oh my God, I've done show, I did shows with Jack Harlow. There was 20 people there. I had the emails and they were so grateful to even play the show with me. It was so funny to me. And this guy's on the cover of Rolling Stone all those moments and you're like, where's my moment? You know, I deserve yeah, this. Absolutely. And, and didn't think it was going to work out. Didn't think it was work out. And then I do the auditions and then I get on the show and then I finish the season. And then now they announce the season and now the season's coming up. But when the excitement leaves you, cause it already happens, you want something new. It's like this unfulfilling drug. It's like, okay, you did Balrog. What's that? You know, I got to do Lollapalooza now. You got to go to Bonnaroo. <laughs> and then, then you do ACL and then you do Coachella and everyone. And the next person says, well, no one even becomes big off festivals anymore. Anyway, it's like the opening acts. No one even, no one's even there to see them. So it's, uh, you, you know, it, it's a, a never ending chase, but ultimately what if I never played any of this? Would I still be, would I still be like, because, because this being on this stage is, is massive for some people and and some other people are like, oh, I just got to do this other thing. And you know what I mean? Um, I hope you're in the middle of that. You know, yeah. But I, like I got in Rolling Stone recently and I thought that was going to be the biggest thing and changing in my life. And then like the whole process is like, I was, you know, it's just like an Instagram post and another link you get. And, and it, all that stuff isn't, but to make a great song that means something to you, that means something to other, but somebody else, like the way that we're connected is really the most important thing. Like the fact I could rekindle a relationship with someone. He's like, Hey, I saw that guy. And yo, yo pal, how we, we did that over the taste good be by Jesse belief. That guy who made that song is the biggest songwriter in, in the world. He made see a chandelier, the guy who produced that song and we remixed it. And Hal was like, 
I brought Hal to that studio and he goes, wow, the Miracle Morning. He goes, of course, the first person I ever worked with in the Miracle Morning is Grammy winner. <laughs> He's like, and, it's, and it's true. And it's true. And, and like, I thought about that stuff. And I think like, I like to bridge these worlds together, you know, yeah. that where people don't meet because it, it's, it's awesome that I'm meeting you because I don't know, but I have faith in the moment that you put one foot in front of the other yeah, and it's all going to work out. And you don't control your moments, you know what I mean? Um, you don't control your momentum. Like, it's kind of a culmination of your life. Like, I, there, my life is kind of already written out for me. I feel like I'm just sort of living through the... It. There's something else bigger than me that helped make all this stuff happen. You know, what people want to call God or whatever. Miracles, all these things. But I live... I'm not a religious person, but I was telling the other day, I, I have a very faith-based career that I know if I show up, I come early, I stay late, I shake everyone's hands, be a good person, even if someone is a dick to you, especially if someone's mean to you. And then if it if you feel like you did something wrong, just you know, apologize and keep it moving, you know what yeah. I mean? And that's what I that's how this whole weekend has been. That's pretty much my whole life. I love it. So what is your why? What what makes you tick? What no matter what's going on in your life, you're laying in bed in the morning, your eyes open up and you're like, it's another day. I'm getting up out of bed. I'm going to do what I do. I'm going to do this. What is your why? Oh, we were talking about this yesterday. Everyone got it, but it's up to you to get it. <laughs> like you got it. I got it. He got it. She got it. But if you don't get it, that's your fault. You know what I mean? So it's for the taking. It's the even playing field life, you know? Um, not everyone's going to be an indie rock star because they don't make indie rock music, but you have to find your your thing, you know? And while the, I mean, everyone's like, that's you, you know, the freestyle rapper, that's you. You know, I'm a big freestyle rapper. I want everyone to know my songs. Other people know they want to be known for something else. Be grateful for what you have. Everyone got it, but it's up to you to go get it. Absolutely. It's, you know, so I wrote the book, The Law of Action, which is the missing link. As Hal wrote, it's the missing link of the law of attraction because you have to take action. You have to be in momentum and do it. So just because you want to be a rapper, you want to be a DJ, you want to be a recording artist, you want to be a performer, you have to do the steps necessary to get there and create the momentum in your life and be the person you need to be to have that success. Life is language. Absolutely. We all have the ability to communicate, but you have to learn the language. You have Absolutely. to learn how to communicate properly, you know, whether that's like studying a language, going to the gym, learning, a new, you know, teaching old dogs. They say you can't teach old dogs new tricks, but you can. It just might take longer for some of us. Right. And you have to put yourself out there. So what, what does it feel like for you? I know what it feels like for me when I get on stage and so I do speaking and I love being in front of, you know, giant crowds and it's just, it's very humbling. What does it feel like when you're up there and you're, you're connected with the audience and they're just like so connected with you, you're doing your thing. What does that, what does that feel like? Do you, do you take moments to breathe and just like really soak all the, the incredible things that are happening in your life or, or is it just flying by like so fast? Do you stop and take a moment to be mindful and uh, breathe and just enjoy those moments? Uh, that has been happening more. Or you're like, ah, oh, man, we won the, like, it's like going to the gym, you know, and you're like, I don't want to go. Now I'm here. Okay, we're in it. We're working out. And then by the end of the workout, and you like really did a good one and you really push yourself. That's like the stage when you win the crowd over and then people are singing along to the songs that they don't even know, but you could see they're already singing along the hook because the song is so catchy. And then your numbers go up and you're like, wow, this is, you know, 
that's kind of the the excitement is that like you had a good one and the last one was better than the one before that. Okay, so I'm all about visualization and intention and looking forward and just making things happen. So it's 2022. Mm-hmm. Now we're sitting here on a couch, having an interview. It's five years later. I'm having a conversation where I'm Padopolo on the stage. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to ask you, so tell me all the wins you're having right now. So all the incredible success you're having here in 2027. What does your life look like right now, 2027? Uh, I have a child. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's for sure. Uh, I, man, touring, touring the world, television shows, TV series, um, still sober, still clean, 100% on that. Um, so I'll be about 23 years clean then. I have almost 18 and awesome. end of July, July 30th. So say hi if you hear this. And, uh, and um, yeah, man, just flourishing in life, living in New York City, maybe Israel, definitely not L.A. And, <laughs> and, uh, and uh, yeah, hopefully I have a really big smile on my face and all my teeth are still intact. I love it. Thank you so much. I know you got a hard, hard to limit. You're going to go perform. And I, yeah. plus, thank you so much because you killed it last night. I, I didn't make it last night. wasn't able to because I crashed. I was asleep. But I heard you just totally killed it. And uh, I hope to see you again. You're performing tonight at 6, right? Yeah. All right. So that's super cool. So I want to thank you for, for rolling out of bed and, and Thanks, joining man. us here today. And, and if anyone wants to say hi to me, it's Kosha Dills on everything. K-O-S-H-A-D-I-L-L-Z. The Instagram, Twitter. Linktree.com slash Kosha Dills. You could find a bunch of stuff, stores, you know, streaming videos. And, and you got to get his merch, man. Look at this shirt. Look yeah, at the Kosha Dills shirt. The pickle shirt. You got it all. You got it all. Hey, I want to thank everybody for being here today. We're live at Feasted Ford in Napa, California at Pod Rock. Hey. Thank you, Padopolo. Uh, Padopolo. Exactly. That's how you say it, right? It's Padopolo, right? Is that okay? I just want to make sure. Thank you so much. I'm Rob Actis. Take time out to breathe. Don't let fear stop you. Decide, plan, act, live a life of massive inspired action. You deserve that happily ever after. You got this. Until next time. This is Life Transformation Radio. Download complete. <laughs>